Hear the Sasquatch howling in the night Paranormal beings come out to play Feel that chill upon your neck But do not fear when the Rugeru barks Because we'll follow you into the dark Follow you into the dark. Into the Dark contains subject matter and language that may be unsuitable for younger listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, greetings, and welcome to big episode number 25. 25. 25. Vampires. V A M P Y R E S. Is there a difference? Th- thanks think, for that clarification on I the th- spelling. Th- I think there is. I think that the uh, the true vampires, real vampires, not vampires. Vampires. That's the, r- that's the right way to say it. Yes. No, yes. Not the shiny, sparkly ones. Not the not, subtle. Not, not vampire. Subtle breasted. <laughs> sparkly <laughs> chested, no shirt wearing manly men. <laughs> Uh, Anyway, this episode is all things vampires. We have a special guest tonight, Armani, who is a self-proclaimed vampire, who's going to be talking to us about his vampire life. So I guess technically this would be a interview with a vampire. (laughs) I love the take on that. (laughs) I get what you did there. (laughs) The little spin there. Uh, We're going to be talking about vampires. We're going to have a name that smell. It's Vampire. I've got a smell I'm going to be bringing into the studio. Oh, yay. We've got a movie review, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Uh, Jesse's going to be talking to us about a uh, gear review. My, we su- got some, my uh, new superhero, yeah. Abraham Lincoln. In the studio tonight, we got Jesse. Hey, hey. We got <laughs> Rob. Hello. We got Tab. Yeah. We got Mondo with us tonight. Oh, yeah. And from the city of Lost Angels, Danny. <laughs> I'm technically about seven hours north of there, but you yeah, know, whatever. You're, uh, you're, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Sacra- <laughs> yeah, Sacramento area. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah. Very Lost Angel. Very. While I was doing research for vampires, I ended up going down a really weird rabbit hole. I don't know how you it happened. It, it wasn't a tab. <laughs> Tab, Rob. No, no, I didn't find. <laughs> stop it, Rob. Stop it. I didn't find a little whore on the prairie uh, when I was looking for stop vampire it. movies. But, but I did discover this thing called ASMR. Oh. You guys familiar with ASMR? I am. And again, God. don't tell me. I think I was looking for creepy things, and this is pretty creepy. So it popped up. But right, right, uh, so right, even right. deeper in the ASMR world. So ASMR is a explain ASMR, Danny, because I'm not going to do it justice. Well, and the best I got is that it is some level of uh, what do you want to call it? It activates a certain. Um, sensory in people that they feel pleasure from i guess or yeah it's or like you know when you, you call it when you listen to a really good song someone sings and they just hit the perfect pitch how you get that feeling like little tingling in tingling your cornhole. Yeah, yeah i don't know about your cornhole but i usually get it in the back of my neck or down down the back of my spine <laughs> or your cornhole yeah, goosebumps or goosebumps you, you know just that it? feeling so I think this, apparently that's it's, a, it's a special microphone that's used that that records if they talk into this microphone a certain way and the, the microphone is broken up into left and right and so yeah. it's a very specific ASMR microphone that you need to use but digging deeper even below ASMR and the weird stuff that pops up for ASMR there's apparently a big group of people called muckbangers m-u-k-b-a-n-g muckbang or muckbangers and these are people who enjoys listening to people eating and they just eat and there's there's a guy named Zach Choi who is an ASMR who literally just eats. He just eats different foods. He averages 35 million views. This is okay. This is ASMR mukbang black bean fire noodles and chicken nuggets. (laughs) So just be quiet and listen to Zach Choi. I'm waiting for my goosebumps. I'm going to turn the volume up on the computer just a little bit. Right to left. Mm. 
stirring up the flavoring in them. Nice. Getting a box of chicken nuggets. Now he's eating you know, it. Shoveling ramen in his mouth. Ugh. Okay. All right. Okay, that's enough. Let's that's uh. This, that takes a special group. Oh it's like God. 35 million people or something. Yeah. So how creepy are those people? Like we should do is we should do a podcast. They probably episode. made it about as far as we did. And <laughs> we should, yeah, we should do a podcast channels. episode on muckbangers no. because th- those are creepy. Yeah. Creepy yeah let me know when you do that. So I yeah. cannot be here. Yeah. I, I mean. Hello. And welcome <laughs> to Murmur. Today. We're going on a very special journey to a place very few will ever go. Are you ready to give yourself over to the depths of relaxation? I'm not sure really. To begin, please shut down all distractions. Seal yourself in silence. Okay, I'll try. You guys are a distraction. I think you're supposed to be quiet. Something's happening in my ear hole. I'm not sure I like this one. There's a creepy woman just staring. Was that a fluorescent lamp? Yeah. Do you remember when you were young? No. Young and beautiful. I don't like where this is. I was never And your skin was supple. So fresh, so sparkling, that you could taste it. Wait, what? And you could feel feel what? The rain. Well, we're from the Pacific. We could feel the rain. Your flesh. Wait, not sure about that. And you felt safe. Don't feel safe, really. Against the storm. BSM stuff, man. No matter who was near. I have a feeling something bad's gonna happen. (laughs) I don't feel. I don't feel safe. Stranger danger. Pineapple juice. Pineapple juice. Pineapple juice. Is that your safe word? Pineapple juice. Everybody has a safe word, don't they? Yeah, I do. What's yours, Rob? <laughs> Fucking stop. Okay. Mondo. Cacao. Cacao. <laughs> Boom shakalaka? I don't know. <laughs> Danny. <laughs> do you remember? Yes. 
you were young mm -hmm. and your mother used to brush your hair. Mm. Don't be talking about my mama. And the tickling sensation of the bristles and her nails. Okay. I'm tickling your scalp. What what was that? Did you hear that? I don't like this. I don't, I don't like where this is going. But now... You guys uh, ready to move on? Yeah, yeah I'm ready. Yeah, yeah like, like do let's, do let's. ASMR. ASMR is hands down my least favorite thing on the that face of this is, you just You just haven't found your, your niche. Yes, that I have. It's called creepy. death metal. <laughs> death metal, there you go. Yes, that is my ASMR. Freaking cannibal corpse creepy, all the way. Creepy stuff. Hey, let's go ahead and move on to our guest. All right, Armani, thank you very much for being here. We really appreciate it. So you are a vampire, correct? Yes. Have you always been a vampire, or how did that? How does that start? Well, you cannot be turned and forget all of the stuff that you learn and see in the movies. None of that is true. You are either born one or you are not. It just depends on when you go through your, as we call it, awakening. And that is basically when you realize what you are, and then you come into your own. Okay. And when did you have your awakening? When I was very young. Mm -hmm. I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. I always kind of knew basically that i was different from the other kids and stuff that i grew up with sure and especially especially the way that i swarm red slimy juicy blood taste i'm sorry what was that <laughs> <laughs> I said, especially the way that nice, warm, red, slimy, delicious blood tastes. Okay. So when you be when you realized or had your awakening that you were a vampire, did how do you how did you then get connected with other vampires or learn more about? I mean, because obviously there's a learning curve to it. Yes, there is. We call our teachers Udras. 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 It took me a while to get into the vampire community, like the actual community. I recently, as of August 26th of this year, joined the Sabretooth clan. Okay. I was fanged by Father Sebastian. Okay. And is he like so, a is he like a high-ranking vampire leader? Yeah, he's the big one of the big dogs, if not the biggest dog for the U.S. Mm -hmm. I know well, he's of written. Course, next to Don Henry, who happens to be a very dear friend of mine. Father Sebastian is a well-known, world-renowned author and the Imprigiano of the Endless Nights Vampire Bones. Mm -hmm. And so how do you become a member of the Sabretooth? Did you say Sabretooth clan? Yes. How do you become a member yes. of the Sabretooth clan? Do you have to pr prove she yourself has to as make a vampire? for you. Uh-huh. Okay. And that's pretty much it. So these are prosthetics, or I guess you would say? You, you put them on yourself? or Yeah. There, um, well, you can either like have him do it where he takes like the dental impressions and stuff and he can either do it there for you or he has this thing where he does like mail order and stuff. He'll take your dental impressions and 3D print them. Do you wear them all the time? Like, per, like kind yeah, of Yeah, I do actually, yes. Like you could eat with them and everything else? No. Oh, okay, okay. Found that out the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, funny story, actually. I was a dear friend of mine, and I had my fangs in, and I know that you're supposed to take them out where you, when you eat. Well, he and I went out and got Italian gelato, mm -hmm. and there was a small little tiny raspberry seed in mine, and it kind of slipped uh, in between my tooth and the fang. Mm. Let's just say that didn't end well. Mm. That sounds like it I hurt. had to use my I had to use my knife and go pirate on it and flick the seed out from the fang. <laughs> so, are you wearing your fangs now? Yes. Okay. Well, you, you sound great for having something in your mouth. You know that must have taken you a while to get used to. Actually, not really, because I used to be a metal musician a long time ago, and I also used to work at a bar venue. I would often wear fangs, so I'm. I'm used to it. Yeah. But there is a thing called the fledgling list, which is for people that are not used to wearing fangs. They tend to talk like different or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Kind of like having false teeth. Yeah. I didn't notice that because I was so used to wearing different sets of fangs all the time anyway. So yeah. it's just like. Mm, now, is there a, a permanent solution to that? I mean, do, do people go in and actually get implants? Yes. Yeah. 
there's some that have done that. There's others that will get a type of dental cap that's permanently attached to their teeth. Yeah. I've heard of people filing their own teeth down, too. Have you heard of that? Mm-hmm. Yep. I actually had it done myself. My eye teeth had gotten chipped and actually had a lot of my teeth fucked up. But that's another story for another time. Sorry about the F-bomb. <laughs> oh, that's okay. No worries. <laughs> all right. It's been it's been dropped a few times. So I guess okay. I guess let's get let's get to let's get to the let's get to the nitty gritty. So uh, you know I mean everybody right. everybody kind of wants to know. So do you drink blood? I do. Mm-hmm. We call our donors black swans, but I'm also an energy quote psi vamp as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? There's three types. There's three types. What that means is basically I can tap into somebody's aura. Mm-hmm. And Using the their natural energy from their chakras, I can draw off of that to gain energy, or I can do like a type of feeding where, as I'm walking around, like everything and anything has energy. Like nope. you know, like if you get on a really good roller coaster mm-hmm. and you get that huge adrenaline rush. Yeah, that's energy feeding, basically. Mm-hmm. So can you overdo it when you're a, energy feeding? Can you like drain uh, someone's yeah. energy? You should not. Uh, your black swan that you have, your donor. Yeah. Um, it's better to have multiple donors because you can actually make your donor sick by constantly hitting them and hitting them and hitting them, like drawing the energy that is. Right. So there's a variety of different ways for you to to get energy. Is is drinking blood one of those ways that you? You get energy? Yes, it is. So when you say get energy, so I'm assuming as a vampire, you need energy to survive? Or why, why are you any different? I don't, I don't that feel, would be correct. I don't feel like I need to like get energy from somebody to survive throughout the day, but that's different with vampires. You do need that energy? or We do. It's kind of like, let me compare it to this, and this is a really human comparison. <laughs> You know, like when you get up in the morning and you haven't had your daily coffee yet, if you're a coffee drinker or if you fancy energy drinks Mm -hmm. and you haven't had that yet and you feel like all kind of just blah Mm -hmm. and then you go to drink that and you feel better. Right. Okay. It's like that. It'd be like you going through the whole day without having coffee or an energy drink of any sort. So what what makes the makeup of a vampire different than, I guess, a normal human who doesn't necessarily need that energy? Why do you need that energy to survive? Because if I don't get it, I'll feel really drained and I can actually get sick. Mm -hmm. So how so how um, often do you drink? How often do you so you so when you do drink blood, it's probably not all the time, but it's from donors who volunteer. And then yes. you, you, how do you acquire the blood? How do you get the blood from somebody? You usually just use a lancet, and it's just like going to the doctors and <laughs> um, getting lab work done, pretty mm-hmm. much. Sure. Where it's just and a little snap on the finger, like, and where it's just like no, a little... it's more take it from one of their veins mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. filling up like one of the things, just like regular blood work. Right, like a vial. Yeah, instead of it going to a lab and getting screens, you drink it. Now, do you ha- do you have to worry about diseases and you know? Yes, that is why you highly, highly screen your donors first. How, how much? How much do you have when you uh, in a typical feeding? I don't think um, they call it feedings, but no, no, that's the correct word. Oh, oh um, Rob, look at fancy Rob. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Usually a couple tablespoons. Okay. But we don't always have to have human. What, what are What are some of the other a options? A nice blue steak does just as good. Mm-hmm. Super rare. Nice. What about oh, yeah. uh, so? Where it's still cold, probably still mooing. Sure, yeah, there you go. Yeah, one of those. Sure. What? Um, so, are there vampires in the community who, you know, you have stressed that, you know, the the blood that you participate in is from, you know, willing donors. Are there vampires within various communities that? that take blood from non-donors or somebody that's not consenting? I know that you I'm say... sure it happens, mm-hmm. and it probably has happened. Do I have knowledge of it? No. But I can't say that it has or hasn't. Mm-hmm. You, you will not confirm unless, or deny that happened. Unless, actually, let me take that back. There was one good case, 
Now, this is going to get you into New Orleans a little bit here. The Carter Scott's Brothers. Scott's favorite place. <laughs> Mine too. We're, we're going to be we're gonna be there next week, as a matter of fact. Exactly. Oh, I envy you guys <laughs> so much. The, the Carter um, Brothers, you said? I'm sorry? Yes, the Carter Brothers story. Actually, since you guys are going to go there, go hitch up with Legendary Walking Tours. Mm-hmm. And those guys are great people. Go take their Ursuline Carter Brother Lorelei tour, walking okay. tour. Okay. You guys will learn a lot. And you'll hear the story that I'm about to tell you. Okay. The Carter Brothers basically were, it was, as I believe, Joseph or John Carter. We'll just call him Jay Carter because I can't totally remember his first name. Him and his brother would take these people that they would find and kidnap them and tie them to chairs and they would slowly make slits in their wrists and drain them of their blood and drink it. Now, they also have been known to knock off entire families. And the way that they had gotten caught was one of the families that they had kidnapped and held hostage. The little girl waited until they had gotten out, like till they left. She was able to free herself from her bindings and she left the apartment and went to the town constable and let him know. And that led to the capture of the Carter brothers. When was that? Was it (sighs) recent history or? No. No. 1800s maybe okay Okay. uh you'll you'll find out from them yeah i know new orleans new orleans has a long dark history to it for sure going back oh yes i know and i'm very familiar with the building that sits on the corner of charters and ursuline my absolute favorite 1932 is what i'm seeing 1932 danny okay yeah yeah i just confirmed that too interesting all right so in the french quarter yeah yep right during the depression then we got the date for the carter brothers (laughs) yeah Thank you, Google. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when you um, so when you say that there's no absolutely no similarities between you know I mean we, we kind of we, we as a group do investigations and we sort of try to look into the paranormal and dispel any mistruths and so what you're saying is that there's no there's nothing similar to modern day vampires than there are in TV or shows or anything like that. There's there's nothing in regards to much. similarities. Okay. Be a far far cry but interview with the vampire mm-hmm. if you really look at it and you really pick it apart and i mean really pick it apart and look at it way left field how claudia captured those families and would knock them off was very similar to what the carter brothers did mm-hmm. so you're not offended. if you look at it that way right so you're not offended by garlic the sunlight doesn't hurt you uh Garlic, no, I can eat it. I do eat it. I like garlic bread. Mm-hmm. My my weakness too. Sunlight, on the other hand, it hurts my eyes. Mm-hmm. It it's just too bright. Mm-hmm. Like it'll literally make it to where I can't see mm-hmm. in front of me because it's so bright. It does make me feel drained. It does take my energy. Mm-hmm. So I guess going back to to when you said that you're either born a vampire or you're not you're 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 sort of born born a vampire so do you believe that vampires live forever and do you have memories of of past lives i do have memories of past lives but the way where it says that they live forever it's not your physical body it's your actual spirit which is known as the second death Mm -hmm. and that is very hard to do for some people mm-hmm. it's basically making your spirit be born again and again and again as mm-hmm. pretty much reincarnation mm-hmm. now do you remember but these past lives if you can remember yes i do actually remember some of my past lives what's the oldest memory that you have then if you would sitting down at a table with a vlod sempish and, and who is that great romanian impaler oh and just Dining with him, basically, and a drink getting spilled on one of his nights. Hmm. Oh. So then you you have this awakening, and you sort of surround yourself with other vampires or sort of seek the, the community support of, of other vampires. What's to say that somebody is just kind of a wannabe and just pretending to be a vampire when they're, when they're really not? Oh, you mean cosplayers? Sure. <laughs> 
I mean, is is there yeah. such a thing? And and how would they know if you were yes, really there are like how would they like, out there. like yeah, how there would is they, such a thing as cosplay? There's there's a whole cosplay gets into a whole another ball game, and none of us have time to cover that subject. <laughs> yeah, but how do you know their authenticity? You know, how do you how can you decipher between a wannabe and an actual vampire? Because the cosplayers are the oh, what convention can we go to now? Which Comic Con can we go to? Which whatever right. con we can go to? Oh, hey, let's get our friends together and dress up and go. Yeah, those are your typical cosplayers. Okay, is there you know the two things we love Lestat. Yeah. <laughs> is there is there any like physical or so, some attributes that you would be able to tell with you know maybe somebody like tries to infiltrate one of like if you have a meeting or something I don't know if you have meetings or, or gatherings yeah, or whatever. there are okay. there's salons and moots and the big balls so is yeah. there like a ritual there is there's actually a red mass is mm-hmm. what it's called. And it is an actual ritual that's held at the balls. Now, I have not personally been to one of the Endless Night ones. But, however, I have been to one of the virtual ones that they had. And a couple other virtual book consecrations. Those. And then they do usually do a live video during their Red Mass. So that people can actually see it. Is, is that all due to COVID? 19 the yes, the virtual yes. so has that made yes. it more However, difficult for you the lockdowns and everything actually no i didn't mind it so much it was actually a lot easier for me to go to the ball yeah however with the dragon ball i did not get past the front gate of it because of the fact that i was not feeling very well at all mm. and i also was having trouble hearing the gatekeeper and he was having trouble hearing me and then i could hear him and then he you shall hear not me. pass so, <laughs> yeah pretty much but he he actually he, was he gonna let me through it sounds like yeah no he was actually gonna let me through All but right. i told him you know just fuck it because Mm-hmm. I was not feeling good, and I was about to travel literally within, like, the next day I was leaving for New Orleans. All right, awesome. Thank you. Hey, Danny, Mondo, anyone in the studio have any questions for Armani? I have a quick one. This is Danny. I just quick question for me. I'm curious. I'm going to say it this way. What is a typical, I'm going to say, night in the life like for a vampire? Just basically the same thing that you guys do. I mean, we're what you call living vampires, mm-hmm. basically. So, like, you know, we may work, you know, go out and have night jobs or whatever, you know, whether it's janitorial work, whether it's working in a bar like I mm-hmm. used to. The bar closed, not due to COVID, due to reasons that I don't want to get into. Got it. So it's basically and, just, I mean, it's typical... What you would expect. Yeah. From... Yeah. You'll see a lot that I've actually met a few that are musicians. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? And like in touring bands and stuff before COVID. Oh, wow. This is Rob. Yes. I, I want to know, do you guys, do you guys have like a mass feeding, I guess, where you all get together and do feeding with a, a bunch of vampires? Not really. We don't like really like do that, but we'll get together and have like the balls and stuff. However... If a vampire wants to do that with their own coven that they have, I also run SVC Academy. I'm the Impresiano of that. It's a vampire coven and witchcraft coven. Do any of these covens have a uh, a pool uh, group? A pool league? Because we ran into a bunch a of pool league. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh, yeah, we were. No, but God damn, like that's billiards. a good idea. We we were in, we were in New Orleans and we were swarmed by. What uh, bar were we in? I can't remember what bar it was, but quite a few people who and, and we don't. Maybe they were doing the whole. You guys said it was a pool league down in Nola, right? Were you guys in the French Quarter, or were you guys over at? I I can't remember what, what bar it was, but it was uh, like completely empty, and then we just started playing a friendly game of pool and 20 minutes into it we were surrounded by vampires were you guys up at potions uh, no it was called like tlb or tcb bar 
It was a dive was bar. Was it in the quarter? No. It, it was near the quarter, but not, not on bourbon or anything. Yeah, it was the well, offshoot. The quarter is more than just bourbon. Yeah, it it was it was an offshoot from Bourbon Street and very uh, very dead bar because. Did know. it by chance have a sign that looks like a vampire my mouth smiling? No, red no, lips no, with no. Fangs. It didn't have anything to do with vampires. But they said that they were vampires. It just right. happened to be that they were there. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was yeah, a very interesting interesting. Evening. Yeah, it was definitely interesting for us. We lost we lost the pool table. <laughs> yeah, they took over our game. I was going to say I was going to say can you share can you share that experience Dad? how that uh, <laughs> Actually Scott could play it out a lot better than I can. Uh, we have some yeah. audio I, I kind of I kept my cool. Is that common <laughs> behavior to just kind of come in and, and we'll say Leroy Jenkins a pool table? <laughs> Not really. It's actually quite rude. Uh, it was it was, oh. it was kind of rude. But they were they were They were nice about they it. They were nice yeah. about it. We kind of we kind of in a way forfeited it to them because they I, I'm not sure but it just ended up that we walked away from and, and <laughs> yeah. they were playing so what with Halloween coming up is there any festivals or events that you guys go to and does, yes. does Halloween have any play in the vampire culture is that yes. is it is it like a holiday yes, or it does as I mentioned earlier October 27th 28th 29th 30th and 31st is the endless nights vampire ball in Narlands mm-hmm are they still? Um, are they? There's, I thought they were closed to our House of Blues. No, it's back open. Um, oh wow! You guys, uh, since you said that you are going down there, make sure that you have your COVID vaccination cards. Mm-hmm. You need mm-hmm. to show anywhere that you go into in the quarter your vaccination card That's or crazy. proof of a negative COVID test within the last 72 hours. And you can't have one vaccination shot. You have to have both. Unless you got the J&J one that only is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The House of Blues was closed for a while. Mm -hmm. Yes. But they did open back up underneath those new rules. Okay. Perfect. Well, Armani, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us. We yeah, thank you. We really appreciate it. We appreciate the insight. All right. You guys said that you're uh, paranormal investigators too, right? That's correct. Yes. Go check out the back field of charity hospital cemetery slash katrina memorial okay. when you guys are there mm-hmm. anything to look um, out for it's got location. a very interesting history on it mm-hmm. do you have and a certain area not, yes it's the back field of it when you walk in through the gates make sure that you cross your arms over your chest and enter through the gates backwards hmm. what purpose does because that serve because it is basically what it does is it is saying that you recognize Voodoo Orisha or Loa, depending on which one you want to call her. And her name is Oya. She is the voodoo goddess of the winds, the hurricane, and she is the cemetery gates herself. Oh, wow. Also entering backwards into the cemeteries will confuse the spirits that are there so they will be less likely to follow you Hmm. you enter and leave the same exact way that's good to know the field will be when you walk in and you're looking at the katrina memorial the field will be off to your left if you hear hogs gtfo as quick as you can (laughs) that's not good wow okay that's good to know that's awesome we appreciate that. Scott's yep. gonna forget. Scott's gonna forget. Rob's right. <laughs> Rob's writing it down. Well, I, I just looked up the hospital. <laughs> oh, you yeah. write, it, write it down backwards. Yeah, and the yeah. hospital shows that it's permanently closed. And incidentally, it's right near the Museum of Death in New Orleans. Oh, nice. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, Armani. Thank you very much. We appreciate it, and uh, we hope All to right. we hope to stay in contact. All right, I can PM Scott some more uh, places for you guys to check out too. If oh, you that'd want. be awesome. Perfect. Yeah, that'd be cool. Thank you. We appreciate it. Well, you have a good Alrighty. Halloween. You have a good Halloween and stay healthy. Have a good evening. Uh, I'm trying to, man. I'm trying to. <laughs> All right. Thank you, sir. <laughs> See you. Bye. Yep. Bye. Bye. Northwest Curiosity Society presents Name That Smell. Here we are again. Name That Smell. Does anyone need me to give an explanation of what please, this is? Please, God, no. Is it pleasant? I'm not going to say whether or not it's I'm pleasant. Here. There's only one of I'm us. Here. No, you can't smell it. Jesse's going to go first. Why am I always first? <laughs> Whoa. Let me smell that again. 
Oh, so it's not that bad. If he wants to smell it again. That's kind of a pleasant smell. Kind of like burnt rubber smell. No. Burnt, burnt. I've smelt it before. It's a rubbery synthetic smell. Jesse's smelling again. Tire air. Jesse's getting into that smell. Smells like tire air. Tire air? (laughs) I know I have smelled that before. Yes, tap close your eyes. Tap close on his eyes so you can really... Campfire. Nailed it. Tab is our amazing. Hey, I got, th- I got the one last time. I got, I got that smell. What? In a quiet town. In a small studio. It's Northwest Curiosity Society's movie review. Legends to men. It prefers nobility to brutality. Soaring speeches to quiet deeds. History remembers the battle, but forgets the blood. However, history remembers me. Before I was a president, it shall only remember a fraction of the truth. everywhere, Mr. Lincoln. My mother was murdered. I can see the rage burning. Tip the balance for the good of all mankind. I shall kill them all. It's time we had a nation of our own. This war ends tonight. Only the living can kill the dead. Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter. I think I, I cho- found my new superhero. That's yeah. like Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. It's, it's based on Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure that it was a, like a true story, it's like a documentary. A, yeah, I think yeah, it was a documentary. It's a documentary. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure in real life he was not a, a vampire How hunter. do you know? Well, I don't know. The government covers well, yeah, up lots of things. I don't, I don't actually know. I chose that movie because just the title, I had never seen it before. I was like, okay, vampire episode, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. I thought it was going to be super stupid and cheesy, but I loved it. It was pretty good. I loved I that say movie. I loved it, it I but loved it was it. pretty good. I loved it. I like those dark English, you know, um, English, England. That's not England. That's no, America. That it's America. Oh, America. America. Well, was, Abraham Lincoln, no, I, president, president of the I, United I States I of America. I understand that. I understand did you even that. watch the movie? I did watch the movie. Really? That, had the, nothing, the, I'm not saying it was in England. The the, the, the dark the English era, the, the era, you know, with the old buildings and <laughs> it was America. Okay, I get, I get. I, I'm I, picking I, up what you're no, throwing I, down on the ground there. You did anyway. say it was in England. No, yeah. the English, the English style, that old, dark, rainy, it looks like England, that yeah. whole thing. Yeah, I, like I know it's Boston. I mean, it could be Portland. Yeah, could be, could be Portland today, actually. What do you think, Jesse? Yeah. I liked it. Abraham Lincoln actually is in that movie. He's they don't tell you, and they, but he's a vampire because he's got all these superhuman abilities and everything, and. You didn't, you didn't watch the movie. He's killing vampires, but he's actually a vampire. Uh, I didn't. I didn't watch the movie, so I don't know. You didn't watch the movie. You no. didn't. Well, bless your heart. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, bless your bless heart. You. So, what did you think of the movie, Scott? Loved it. Yeah. Did you even watch it? I watched it. Yes. What happens at the end? You uh, don't even know that question, Jesse. I do know what happens. Spoiler alert! Because I, I just said I didn't watch it just to try and get 
Scott riled up. Didn't work, did it? No, because it because didn't of his work. leaf. Didn't work, did it? His yeah. new leaf. So what happens at the end of the movie, Scott? It, we're not going to talk about the end of the movie because we don't want to spoil it for I the watched, listeners. It's a movie review. I watched the movie. Yeah, well. So what had happened to Abraham Lincoln at the end? Him and his vampire buddy make happy, and he says, oh, I guess there really is good vampires. You didn't watch it. Yes. That's exactly what he what, said. What did and he, they shook hands, and he saved him from falling off the side of the train track. What did he try to get him to do? At the end. Jesse, bless your heart. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna feed into it. You didn't Rob, watch it. I'm not Rob, Rob what do you think? What do you think, buddy? Well, I, I, I thought it was interesting that it started off with him being a little boy, mom being killed and all that. But uh, overall, it was a pretty good movie, though. I mean, I, I don't know. It was I, a. I, I, I mean, it was a little over the top, though, with the special effects and kind of had that <laughs> three hundred. <laughs> 300 vibe to it in the battle scenes I thought was kind of cool. I think it was a little over the top of 300. I, I think the over the top was when the horses were all running and they were right. running on the backs of the horses. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what uh, I mean. The, the Ab- whole horse scene was just way. Abraham way over Lincoln the top. gets smacked by a horse. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. And then he like rolls with the horse okay, and Danny's gets getting back upset. up on it. Danny's getting upset. And takes off. And literally does a WWE, grabs let, the horse and let, swings the horse let's at him. Let like Danny a, talk. Yeah. All right, Danny. Danny's what going in. Guys, what, what were you guys expecting? I know. It was what did a, you expect? It was a. <laughs> you know, I mean, if we're in a movie theater, it'd be like, you know, leaving reality and. You know, I'm just saying it's kind of like watching the three different movies of John Wick. Did you really? Do you think <laughs> were you going to it expecting that it was going to be like? I love the John know, Wick movie. Do you, do you think? Well, yeah, I love the John Wick movies too, but it's not realistic. No. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it is. You can I'm totally saying, do that. For what it's worth, I thought it was a fantastic movie. Yeah, for, again, it was for definitely it entertaining. It, really. it was entertaining for sure. Yeah. It's I an entertaining concept too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, it, and it, there's lots of energy around his his kind of you know payback, so to say, once he starts to figure everything out, and then takes up the almighty axe. Right. To, which has some symbol, right? Because he was it Abe or was it uh, yeah, honest Abe in the in the cherry tree or whatever. No, no, no the cherry tree <laughs> was Washington. Oh my goodness, that, that, that was, was George Washington. Washington. Okay, I had it wrong. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, he had a log cabin though, Lincoln. And maybe there that's where the axe comes in. No, cabin. he didn't have Kentucky. a log. He had a in Link, Kentucky. He had a Lincoln cabin. A Lincoln log cabin. Lincoln log cabin. Lincoln log cabin. I thought it was an awesome uh-huh. movie. I actually, I actually own this movie. I, I purchased it not long. I, th- I saw it in the theaters, and then I went and purchased it. I thought it was great. I thought it was an awesome movie. How they can take Abraham Lincoln and tie that into a horror movie slash vampire movie. I think. Right. It, I think it. And the cinematography, I think, was. Great. They did. Wasn't wasn't Lincoln? Wasn't he a Republican? Yes, he was. Hmm, fun fact. Was it, Interesting. I think that's where the term Lincoln logs came from as well. <laughs> I don't think it existed back then. Wasn't it something different? Probably constitutionalist or something. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Well, we won't get into politics. <laughs> this whole office smells like campfire <laughs> okay. now. Do you know? Do you know that Tim Burton was one of the producers on this movie? Yes. Oh. I saw that. Yes. So that probably explains some of the darkness that you're. With a with a couple cameo appearances from Zach Baggins, yeah, he he did look a lot like Zach Baggins. <laughs> was he was he possessed too? Did he get? I mean, wait, what? What? Wow. <laughs> you guys ready to move on? You're getting, you're getting pissed off. Everybody anyway, I suggest suggest anybody out there to go and see this movie. Thumbs I think up. it's on Amazon Prime. For the record. For the record, it is not a documentary, so don't go into it expecting. Right, entertainment that won't be able to throw horses. Entertainment only. And that, that's <laughs> exactly. It's kind of badass, though. I like it. Northwest Curiosity Societies. Gear review. The Tesla coil, Jesse. What do you got for us? Oh, I was supposed to do it. Yeah. I, d- I didn't do the. You didn't? No. Is that all right? Is let that me, okay? That's fine. Let me see if I can come up with something here real quick. <laughs> Bless your heart. This is just not working out. Bless your heart, Jesse, for trying. Because I'm sure you tried. I, yeah, wow. I did. Wow. I don't know what to do. This is so weird. <laughs> 
So you the Tesla coil. It's not actually. It's not a piece of equipment that was actually made for paranormal investigations. I don't know how they started using these or who started using them and paranormal investigations. Nikola Tesla. Yeah. Well, you guys know, you know when the first Tesla coil was made. Anybody? How long that's been around? That's after he got. Mm. I actually, I actually did a little bit of a segment on this kind of after. Uh, we were talking about the spirit phone when uh, Bell, but I can't remember the year. The Edison phone? 1903, 1904. Yeah, you're pretty yeah. close. 1899 was the first one. Yeah, I was going to say right oh, there on the cusp. Yeah. Hey, Danny, since you seem to be an expert, who made, you know who, <laughs> what the name of the person is that made the Tesla coil? Nikola Tesla. Whoa. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. Did you get it right? Yeah, you did. I was I'm slightly shocked. So the the weird thing, the Tesla coil other than like for arc welders and stuff, it doesn't really have any I sh- I don't want to say purpose, but it doesn't have other than you can make music with them somehow just by the popping of electricity and stuff or for science experiments. There's not really a application for them other than there's some arc welders, but the theory of it for paranormal is that it puts out such a large amount of voltage and low current that you can put that in a room. And if there's a spirit, it can use that to help, you know, manipulate the the environment or draw power from it to manipulate the environment. So you're like to, charging the environment. Yeah, you're like with... charging it or because I think we've used them before where, you know, the test coil is going up and down and you can see where something is drawing the electricity and kind of comes out in that yeah know, big uh, bubble arc. shake arc shape yeah we have one but there's a danger to them so they they're such a high voltage but a low current that if you touch it it doesn't actually like burn your skin but it so it doesn't necessarily feel like you've been, you know, shocked or whatever. But I guess the high current can still cause some pretty bad damage. So there's got to be careful of that. But they, the uh, EM pumps is a form of Tesla coil. Wait, wait, wait. It's it's high current. It's high. It's high, high voltage. Is that what it is? No, it high voltage? voltage, but low current. Yeah. Okay. So the, the wattage stuff, Sorry. you know, like the stuff that actually will... Uh, kill you you're talking like amps amps will kill you right amps will kill you yeah yeah which scott can't even do two plus two so i don't want to get into amps times voltage equals watts (laughs) right 11 (laughs) pythagorean theorem the the price it just kind of depends on which size you get is how much you're going to spend you can get a little tiny one that's very low watt uh voltage cost you 20 bucks or you can get one that's a you know the size of a Mack truck and is 130 million watts, million volts. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have one. I don't know what we paid for it, but it it works good, and I kind of keep it on the experimental side. But if you want some experimental equipment, that's a good one to get. I know a lot of places, insurance wise, won't let you use it. I know we couldn't use yeah, it at the Preston at, Castle. Yeah, Preston, we couldn't use it just because of the fire danger, California. All that stuff. So insurance probably. Everything's tender in California. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, Jesse. Yeah. Yeah, it was very well, informative. We have we have uh, used those on a variety of different investigations, and I think we had some pretty good results. It also charges the room and the energy in the room to where you know, in theory, your batteries won't get drained as much on the the equipment that you're using because the they're kind of loud though. They are a little loud. They they can also use that energy to manifest themselves. Right. Um, and uh, we have used them. I, I think we had we had relatively good success in in Goldfield with it, as well as uh, what was it was it the Hornet? No, we didn't use it on we the didn't Hornet. We didn't use it on the Hornet. No, but yeah, they're they're relatively yeah. inexpensive. Yeah. They're a good tool to have in your toolbox. Not something that I think that you'd use on every investigation, yeah. but we did actually use it for a, a portal investigation. So if you at feel, the hotel. If you feel that you have a, a portal that you're dealing with, you can use that to charge the room and put a smoke machine in there and see what happens. You guys, uh, you guys ready to move on? Yep. No, we interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Special report. Did you guys know that there's a vampire dating website? Mm. Oh, I, uh, Rob did know that. Rob? Uh, no, I did not know that. Vampersonals. Vampersonals is <laughs> Vampersonals. one of the... 
is one of the oh, largest sorry. gothic and vampire dating sites on the net. Did you check it out, Scott? I'm a member. You're a member? Yeah, I'm a member. Uh, a place where you can meet the vampire, goth, or both of your dreams, as well as like-minded individuals in your area to spend Wait, time with, what? hang out, and have fun, and enjoy the darker side of is, life. Is that a plug? <laughs> is, it, is that a plug? Whether you want to meet others like you for simple recreation and a drink, or find that special someone to shine with in the dark. Come check us out. We don't bite too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Once you've decided to join us at vampersonals.com, there's a completely free sign-up for your account. Plus, if you want to enjoy all of the extra features a basic account doesn't offer, you can sign up for a premium membership for a nominal price. For a nominal price. <laughs> uh, they don't bite too hard. <laughs> Uh, vampersonals.com. Uh, vampire dating. Do you have, a, do you have an affiliate code? Uh, you know Danny's checking it out on his. He computer is. Right I know he's intently looking at his computer right <laughs> your first month. Uh, I want to thank everybody uh, for listening to this episode of Vampires. 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 Uh, thank you, Danny, Rob, Tab, and Jesse. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for all of your hard Thank work you, that you sir. put into this episode. Thank you for all your patience. You are an awesome individual, Scott. Thank you, Rob, for showing up with thank your you, hair. Scott. Rob, you too. Danny, you especially. Danny, thank you. Thank you, Danny, for being here. Thank you. Rob, your hair thank looks you. fabulous. <laughs> There's you, you. Jesse. You're a good co-board partner. Jesse. Appreciate that. Thanks for fixing the board. Yeah. And I can't promise that next episode I will be as friendly. I thought oh. it was a new leaf. The new leaf. <laughs> it is, it is a new leaf. But it's a new leaf for the day. But it's annoying. It's I have to try too hard. Nighty night. Nighty night. Nighty night. 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 Good night. Nighty night.